Welcome to the new My Football Club podcast. Hello and welcome to the new My Football Club podcast. I'm your host, Augustine Sasso. You can email me at augustine.sasso at myfootballclub.co.uk. Well, it's down to one game. Winner goes up, loser stays put. We started this journey back in August, and here we are. First, let me take care of some old business. Two months ago, I took questions for Sasha. Sure enough, I emailed him, and he responded quickly. What I really wanted, though, was to get him on tape. Well, it took me about two months to get my act together. It was no fault of Sasha. Last Wednesday, I finally spoke to him. It took me two seconds of talking to him to realize just what a genuine and generous guy he is. It's no wonder he was a fan favorite at Stonebridge Road. I have a short interview. Some static on the tape, and I had to cut it short. He answers some of the fans' questions. The rest I'll read from an email. Seems like a fitting end to a very exciting season. It's not over, though. Tomorrow is one more game, the last game. Here now is Sasha. All right, so, so Sasha, um, let's start with, um, oh, boy, uh, some of the questions that, that the members had asked, and... Um, I think uh, they wanted to ask you what was your favorite color, red or yellow? And uh, I think, you have to be red. <laughs> I think you said red, yes. And uh, was that tackle against Aldershot in the trophy semifinal your best ever? <laughs> uh, well, say again, sorry. Yes, uh, the question was was that tackle against Aldershot? In the trophy semifinal, your best ever. Uh, what planet were you on in your last game for the fleet? So. Uh, well, I don't know. The question: If he was my best tackle or yes, something? Yes, yes. Was that your? Yeah. Best well, tackle? you know, to be honest with you, I don't remember this tackle. But I look on YouTube and a couple of videos on our on our four boys on our four boys. It was a good tackle actually, because uh, I win the ball and I just give a good, um, you know, I just. Um, Good, give a good pass afterwards. After it was a good um, a good tackle, but obviously it was not my best moment or my best tackle. But it's definitely one of them. Um, you know, when I was young, I was tackling a lot more than that. But definitely, it does look good on TV, to be honest. Which before I reckon I had done a lot of tackle, but I could not watch them again. Do you know what I mean? But I saw them on TV, and I'm quite proud of it, really. Yes. No. No. Definitely. Um... I've got another question for you. Uh, how did you come to play in the UK originally? Well, long story, really. Um, I played for, um, for a premiership side in France, for Cannes, with Patrick Vera and blah, blah, blah. Then um, <laughs> I done a transfer. Um, it was in a championship at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, then I make a new, a new move to, a, to, a, to an island called Corsica, a French island in the Mediterranean Sea. I played two years there, but a couple of problems. You know, I've got a little bit of character, a couple of problems. And agent came to me and said, do you fancy um, England? Because I had a, a very uh, physical game at the time. And um, I said, yeah, why not? So I went on try for Sheffield United on Stockport, but I was not good enough. 
um, at the time, and um, because uh, in England the football is so quick and uh, ready, was not ready for that. So I went in Scotland with an agent, and I signed for West Rovers in Scotland for, in Kikardi, and I played two years there, and I done all right. Um, and then destiny make you know a club in trouble and stuff like that, uh, drinking too much as well, being trouble, <laughs> and I have to make a move uh, to Plymouth, where my where a manager of Dundee United called um, Paul Thurrock, um asked me to come on trial Plymouth. For you see, I was doing so much in Scotland. Um, when I come on trial, I done well for two weeks, but after I was really bad because I was all the alcohol coming back. <laughs> um, and I went on trial to um, to Bournemouth, which I done very very well. But a lot of French people was there and was in trouble. And I played in Leyton Orient on on friendlies, and I done very well. And the manager told me to tell us I'm straight away. And I done a little bit at Leyton Orient, and uh, we see I think move on and change at the, in a, uh, the manager start, start change. And I, and I start to play in a non-league ready. I went back in France for a couple of months. My wife went pregnant, come back, and obviously Tommy Taylor, same manager, was a farm bro. Uh, asked me if I wanted to play a farm bro. Never played in a non-league before in my life. Mm-hmm. And this is why I started my career in a conference ready. And then farm bro, Crowley, and Crowley, F3 United, and F3 United farm bro ready. And that's it. Wow. You've been around. <laughs> yes, you've been around. Um, well, um, tell um, one of the members wanted to know um, what else you've been doing, and I know uh, what else you've been doing since you left um, Ebb's Fleet. Um, do you want to talk about Okay. Well, uh, since Ebb's Fleet, uh, I went part-time footballer already mm-hmm. for Fambro, which I thought was a very nice story because... Um, I wanted to give a football. I could not apply myself for football. Uh, people know. Uh, people know I was really involved in business when I, at my last year at F8. Could not come in myself full time. Um, so I decided to stop football. Uh, manager from Borough called me, asked me if I wanted to have another year or two years. Mm-hmm. I said, "Good." Uh, well, yeah, I I um I finished reading a book by uh, Gianluca Vialli, the Italian yeah. footballer. And he was explaining the same, you know, he obviously loves Italian culture, but he's in love with, with English football, and it, it has to do with the fans. It has to do, you know, there's a sense of history uh, also yeah. with the, with English football. This, you know, so um, I just wanted to... You know, you know, he's like, like he said, you know, I went to Italy because I played a little bit in Italy. They're very, very passionate. But it's not the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in, in Italy, you can hear stuff in the ground when the game is slow. They're playing on the pitch, it's slow, it's slow. In England, do a good tackle, they scream, you say, oh, oh. You're talking about tackle, I don't know. Well, if he was happening in France, and I go, journalist, funny, they won't talk about this tackle. What I'm saying is they talk about everything you do on the pitch. A defender is defending well, people clap. Mm-hmm. People say, oh. You got a big tackle on your ear, you got present the ear. In France, you do a big tackle on the same, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Now you score. You, there, is, there is something, there is something that is hard to explain. You need to go in, on the football ground to Spain or, mm-hmm. or, or France or Italy and England to understand like, what is the difference. Right? It's very hard to explain. Mm-hmm. But everybody's been playing in France and in England like I did. On, it's only my level. I mean, I didn't play like Ginola for Spurs or for... Uh, or Cantona for Manchester United, the, all the French people have been playing in England team already. Really, they, they talk about the differences and how they love the, the, the English football, really. So 
does make does, does make sense really it mean like there is more passion on really people on, on obviously there is more money as well <laughs> yeah yeah i think one of the the thing one of what i got from that book was that you know in english football there's also people really uh, appreciate the effort they want you to give yeah. 100% uh, definitely yeah. definitely so uh, yeah definitely it's another culture you know uh, I see how he looks strong. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's different. I went in the stand as well. The, the finals, the way they talk about the player, like in France. France is all about skill, about skill, about skill, about skill, about skill, about movement. Yes. In England, they talk about being strong. They're talking about uh, to be quick. They're going to plot of goal and this and that. Do you know what I mean? Different culture. Just different culture. But mm-hmm. it looks like it does work for English football because they've got the money and uh, they've got the fun. Because that's the fan who makes things happen, really. Player makes things happen, but without money in football clubs and we are without fun, football, football won't be nothing. But here again, we can talk about football. Uh, I mean, I talk to my friend in France, there is a dart. Dart. A lot of people watching darts on TV and Sky. They don't understand me why people are more on darts or snookers or cricket. Mm-hmm. It's about the passion itself about sport, really, in England, I think. Yes, yes. That's why I think in France is rugby and football, maybe a little bit of tennis, and that's it. In England, is everything. Wow. Okay. Well, Sasha, I'm going to let you go. If okay. uh, maybe you want to say something, uh, you know, uh, just to yeah, last thing, yeah, I want to say something. I say all the best for Sunday. I will be working, so I won't be there. And uh, I wish all the best look um, to uh, to uh, to final on Liam Daish really on all the players and. Um, Mafootballclub.com, really. Hopefully, you go back mm-hmm. and you attract more members. Yes. <laughs> Did you say you will not be there on Sunday? I won't be there. I won't be able to be there. Okay. If he was on Saturday, I will be more than happy. When uh, I had a conversation with a Farnborough chairman, actually, because he found me a couple of times, and he said he will be on Sunday because he wanted me to be there as well. And when he said Sunday, I was really disappointed that way it will be on Saturday. Um, I wanted to come with my kids and everything. It's a big game for me as well. Yes. Because it's my two favorite clubs, biggest story with Farnborough, biggest story with uh, a fleet. And um, I won't be able to be there already. So it's a shame. But I will be on the, on the Internet uh, on my phone to, to look at the result already. Okay. But I, 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 my, my, my phone will be a lot more with a fleet. Okay, well, thank you. <laughs> Sasha, take care, and I will, uh, I'll be okay, in touch by you email. Too. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Again, I can't express enough just how great he was on that interview. And to an extent, all of the players and personnel that I've interviewed this year were all great. Here now are the rest of the questions and answers. Number one, the designer clothes. Response, ongoing. Number two, is he going to pay to replace the disc saw he ran over whilst down at the ground during the summer? The answer, yes I will, even if the disc saw was in the middle of the road though. Number three, next question was about his favorite color, tackle, etc. And you heard that. He also had an additional comment. He said, you should have seen me when I was 19 years old. I'd done some crazy stuff. I went out at night, no sleep, turn up drunk, and play the game. <laughs> oh, brother. Number four. What has he been up to since leaving UFC? 
he gave you the update. Number five. How did he come to play in the UK originally? Well, that was a nice long answer. And we're all better for it that he came to play here. Number six. I remember his long ball down the left at Wembley, a Kinday chased after, one against the odds, and crossed beautifully for McPhee to bang home. Was that the best moment of his career? His answer? Playing for Ebbsfleet and my first pro game at 16 years old versus Monaco for Khan. Best moments of his career. Number seven. Sasha is a female name in the UK. Does he get ribbed for it? He didn't give me an answer. So I guess the answer is no. And how many goals has he scored as a professional? Answer? Not enough. Well, there you have it. Now, this will probably be my last podcast of the season. Now, I may do another one in June, and then one more in July. Depends on what's going on, what's happening with the club. But, once we get to August, I plan to start up the podcast again. And this time... I'll have more interviews with the opposing teams on a regular basis. It's something that I really enjoy. I mean, I really enjoyed talking to Charles because that was the easiest thing in the world. As he said himself, just wind me up and I'll talk. And talk he did. And um, it was just great. But, um, you know, here going forward... um, I really enjoy calling up the other clubs and just finding out what's happening. Um, You know, I was a little nervous at first, calling up the different clubs and asking for an interview. I I think it is a bit nutty to get an email from an American wanting to ask questions about their club. Um, But I got over that, and now I'm a seasoned veteran. Uh, Not a better interviewer, just seasoned at looking foolish. And... The uh, Fleet Legends is coming soon. Now, if you haven't done so already, go to the MyFC website and sponsor our squad. Now, I hate to get up on my soapbox, but we have a chance to keep the squad for the first time in two years. We have a chance to build something here for the future. Here now are the websites. MyFootballClub.co.uk AbsoluteUnited.co.uk on Facebook at facebook.com backslash myfootballclub and on Twitter at twitter.com backslash myfootballclub. MyFC Merchandise, that's at http backslash backslash myfootballclub.bigcartel.com We still have the free 30-day trial, myfctrial.com And uh, that's all I have for you today. Until next time, this is your humble narrator signing off. Up the fleet. And one more time, take us away, Big Luciano.